And welcome back to the Inner League. It is Monday night. That's an important note because this is a Tuesday podcast. So we're bringing you live coverage one day early. Well, live as a recorded can get, but we're live. You're not. Anyway, episode 54, Spags. It was a week. You know, that's really all I can say is it was a week. I'm yep. not. I can't say like my side, like I can't say it was like great. It was good. I can't say it was great. And I talked to you pregame and, you know, we'll get great. into your opinion, but you know, it was a week. That's how I think the theme is, you know, it was a long week. Um, it's a week. I'm glad yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a week. Hey. It's a week that I'm glad it's over, but, uh, it's, uh, it was a four day weekend. You know, it, did it feel like a four day weekend? Mm-mm. No, no. Nope. It felt nope. depressing and stressful and sad. Nope. Did you think you were just going to like you get to enjoy all your baseball time this weekend? <laughs> I did. Watch your fantasy team, collect points, yep. watch your boys, smash home runs. Yep. Any of that happened? Nope. Nope. <laughs> sure didn't. Nope. I watched... I watched some fancy teams collect points. They just weren't mine. Yeah, I watched some. Mine. I watched some teams smash home runs. They just weren't mine. Hey, hey, and that's how the week goes, you know. Episode fifty-four is all about last week. It's our last week. We can't do anything about it, Spags. We just have to own it and move on. So, well, welcome back. I'm excited to be back uh, on a Monday next week. Maybe we'll do Tuesday. You know, who knows? We'll decide. Yeah, we decide. Yeah. We're the owners of this podcast. No one else can decide. Unless you get on Twitter and you're like, hey, yo, record on Tuesday. I like Wednesdays better. You know? Then maybe, but yeah, like I, that I, hasn't I, happened I, yet. My Wednesdays suck if you guys could do me a favor or post something Tuesday, right. Tuesday night, Wednesday right. morning. Right. Can I get a special birthday shout out? Wednesday. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, no one's asked yet, so haven't done it. You know, maybe just choose a tweet right here. Hey, I'm here for the buttholes. You know? Yeah. Show me your butthole. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but, you know, yeah. hey, you started it. I know where what I said come from. I just yeah. don't know where you, why you said it. But, the you know. same video you're talking about. Right. Uh-huh. Shout out All Gas, No Breaks. Not sponsored by All Gas, No Breaks. Definitely watch the Talladega episode. So, yeah. All right, our friends over at All Gas No Breaks, ching. That's done. And uh, I, are you just delaying so we don't have to get into the week? Because like, yeah, we're like well in our I ten don't... minute intro, we can continue. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything nice to say, so I've been told not to say anything at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm real frustrated. It is that's fair. It is crazy the difference that seven days can make to my mindset about how the season's going. <laughs> Because right. last episode, I was in pretty high place. I was pretty stoked. It's true. I was a big true. fan of the way the yeah. team was playing. You were like, oh, look at John Carlos Stanton hitting bombs. Look at it. And you guys threw a no-hitter. You guys threw a no-hitter. We got to cover that last week. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yep. was, it was great. It was like the time frame from Kluber's no-hitter to the time. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, about that. Dylan Carlson. Hey, Carlson, little little three-run shot. Oh, are you playing against two, Dylan Carlson? Two-run shot. Yeah, um, we're up 3-2 three, three, now. Yeah, because Justin Williams home run. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm facing Bauer and Carlson. So. Ooh. Ooh, so it's like, a, well, you want Bauer to get the loss. 
But yeah. that's six and a half points. Well, seven and a half points. What added to Carlson, right? Uh, yeah, because of the extra RBI. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's now Carlson strikes doing. out like two more times. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the hope. Any anything well hit off of Bauer, I'm into. Yeah, as a yeah, I and mean, he he's the. He's the Garrett Cole of this year, letting up most of his hits are home runs. Uh, yeah. Used to be a friend of the show. Not so much. He did. Yeah. Anymore. His content's lame. You heard it here first. He's got lame content. Just what it is. Yeah, Rachel Lupolo. Yeah, that's your girl. I'm a fan. She's your new she's your new agent. She just signed you to a contract, I heard. I wish. That'd be great. Yeah. I haven't really won out and got a deal yet, but I'm glad you got it, dude. Congratulations. Signed uh, the highest deal the Interleague has seen yet. You know? <laughs> really setting the bar there for me. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Good luck beating it. It'll be pretty easy. Cause I, get, <laughs> I, I make nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's typically a nickel more at least, you know? Yeah. That's, at least that's the trend we've seen. Yep. You know, you know history repeats itself. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it was like Kluber's no hitter sets off this domino effect of just great performance after great performance starting pitching that goes mm-hmm. trucks all the way through. Even like Tyon getting in the mix with his you know five scoreless. And then we get back to Kluber's next start. You know, following um, what series was it? I think it. I think it was the start against Toronto. So they had just they had just swept the White Sox. Yeah. So it was like you know they had won six in a row, five starts that were that were pretty pretty stellar. Um. And it was it was like the bullpen that gave up the the lead. You know, Chapman blew the blew the save, but Judge has the walk off. So it's like, all right, like maybe this was like the you know. I'd love to see him fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like all right. Like yeah, wasn't the greatest, but maybe this is just where we're where we're at. And so then they had the day off, and then Kluber takes the mound in the first game of this last week against Toronto and it does not go too well. Um, wasn't, wasn't atrocious. Um, but like he gave up, I think two home runs. Um, or no, just the one. So he gives up, uh, the, the two-run home run to Flagrero Jr., but he only goes three innings, and they pull him, and they pull him because he's hurt. And then we find out that something to do with his shoulder, and he's probably going to be shut down for like two months. So that no-hitter kind of lost some of its pizzazz because it, A, it isn't even all that great. It was like, you know, just like the 843rd no-hitter of this season. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. Hey, but it could. No one's pitched one since, you know. So yeah, 
maybe maybe that's the what it was when everyone was like, hey, see what happened to Kluber. Um, yeah, there's no hitters for the rest of the year. Yeah, so <clears throat> the bigger issue, though, was Yankees offense basically had nothing going. They only mustered two runs that game. So I was like, oh, man, this is rough. Not, this isn't, you know, and I, I even said when we recorded that I was like, ah, oh, like Toronto plays New York tough. Like, this is a big series. You know, like they really need to win this series, whatever. So dropping the first game, it's not snap the winning streak. Um, but it was also just like gloomy and gray and cold and shitty in New York. Um, so Wednesday gets rained out. So it's just like, all right, they get a chance to, to you know, clear their heads, doubleheader the next day, shortened it with Kluber being hurt. There was some extra taxing on the bullpen. So now we're sh- we're shaving out four innings. Cool. Um, Blue Jays have a rookie on the mound for the first game of the no-hitter, or for, uh, the doubleheader. Let's go ahead and, like, we'll just we'll get at it get after it and it'll be fine. Like we'll write the ship, be all right. Herman's pitching. It'll be cool. Um, and Herman does what he needs to. He goes five and two thirds. He gives up two runs, just two solo home runs. Not a big deal. He only let up two hit or three hits, whatever. But this Alec Manoa comes on out of nowhere, six innings, two hits, seven strikeouts, just shuts hey. down the Yankees offense. What do we even say? Last episode, I called out that the Yankees get a new, a fresh face in the Toronto, and you said, "Yeah, they'll probably get rocked, or or they'll probably like not hit the ball or something." I, don't I think know. you even called it once we said that. So yeah, it's it's aggravating when I'm right, and it's about the Yankees being bad though. Um, yeah, I can see that. And then they win. They they win the second game of the doubleheader. So it's like, all right, you know, whatever. Gritty performance guy making his major league debut it's behind us we lost a series just handle business against detroit because you have tampa bay and boston next week so enjoy this little respite you're going to detroit before coming back home it's fine you know the homestand you you went four and two you'll take that because it's a rarity that like be surprised that you swept the white Sox. So sweeping the White Sox, at least you, you know, you might, you basically muster the equivalent of two series wins. I'll take it four and two. And I don't know who showed up in Detroit to play baseball, but it wasn't the fucking New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it went from bad to worse. Like, I don't know. It was just frustrating and disgusting. And, and I'll honestly, like it ruined my weekend watching them play like garbage every day. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they just, it wasn't a good baseball team. Um, the offense just couldn't drive anyone in. Um, I mean, they had 11 hits in the first game, like in the first game, and they scored two runs. One of those came in extra innings. Um, you know, Cole went six innings, uh, let up one run. Um, you know, like, Peralta, a perfect, a perfect seventh. Uh, Chad Green walked one guy, struck out one in an inning. Chapman walked a guy, struck out a guy in an inning. And then Wilson gives up the home run. That's like the, the uh, to Robbie Grossman, it's like the walk-off. Um, so it's like, cool, wonderful. 
awesome. So offense let team down, but it was a very winnable game. Then after that, I just don't know what happened. Um, they only had three hits in the second game. They lost six to one. Um, and then they only had like they had nine hits, but they only managed two more runs again. And it was also off of the bullpen. Like they scored two runs late after spotting the Tigers six runs. Um, and a big part of that was like four runs scored and the bottom of the third that came on the back of two Glaber Torres errors. Uh, the Yankees had three errors in the game. So it's just like, dude, like, I don't know what's going on, but this isn't the type of baseball that you can play and expect to compete in the AL East. Right. Um, you know, and like miraculously, like, so going into today when they start their four game series with Tampa Bay and they have three verse Boston over the weekend, somehow in the, the realm of all of this, where you just lost the series, you know, like you just went one and five over your last six games and Tampa Bay is, they were at this point 15 and one in their last 16 games. Um, you find yourself that you're only four and a half games out of first place. So great news. Like, cool. You come in, you handle business. If you win this series against, uh, against Tampa Bay, you pick up two games. You know, if you take three out of four, you pick up two games and I are two and a half out. Not a problem. You know, like that's very doable, you know, no, no problems. So they, what do they do? Go into tonight. Offense doesn't show up. Or today, I guess, is a day game. So, done and over with. Um, only mustered one run again. I, I honestly think that they've had more games this season that they've scored one or less runs than they did in all of 2020 with it being a 60-game season. Yeah, I don't... The Yankees don't seem to score just one run that often. Uh, I mean, typically, I mean, you're hitting, you know, a couple home runs a game, so it's it's hard to just score more than one, or it's hard to just score one run a game. But yeah, I'd agree. Like, just without looking, that's that's probably a pretty decent number. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm counting right now. <laughs> where they're at. We'll figure out the official number. Five. Six, seven, eight. So eight, eight times in the first two months. Um, let's see if I go back. Looking at, I'm looking at 2020 now. One. 2020 ABCD wagon. All I heard was me, 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 me. Two, three. Four, five, six. Seven, eight. Nine. 
So if you count the playoffs, it happened 10 times in 2020 in 60 games. So I guess they're, they're, that's just the new norm, I guess, because they're, they're at eight and they're at 44 games played right now or 54 games played right now. Sorry. So who knows? Do we feel like they were like struggling at times last year as much as they like this current streak or really like the oh. current streak, but like the home run hitting streak has been a little bit longer. Like we've, there's been some life here and there, but the, um, yeah, I guess I don't remember last year if we were, con- how concerned we were at times. Um, I don't know that there was ever really a point in time that the power wasn't there. It was more so just like they were losing, they were losing games that they could probably win. It's um, like teams like Toronto and Tampa yeah. Bay, like in, and they, they played those teams like a million times. So, right. So it was like, um, like a stretch for like, they lost like, you know, um, what, like five out of one, two, three, four, like, they lost five out of six at like in like early August. Um, then they lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row, like late August. Um, and but that was like sandwiched around a six game win streak where they took two from Atlanta and then swept Boston in a four game series. So it was like they were pretty streaky last year, but the power numbers weren't where it was at. Like and and like you said, the the teams they weren't scoring runs against, it was like, you know, Tampa Bay. So like if I look back at like the teams that held them to one or one run or less last year, so the ten that we counted, it was Tampa Bay, um, Atlanta and Atlanta, and I'm pretty sure those games were like Max Fried and Ian Anderson pitched those. I think it was like Ian Anderson, uh, like his first career start. Um, and those were, and those were both in double headers. Um, yeah. Ian Anderson pitched six innings of one run baseball. Yeah. And then Max Freed pitched the next night. So in situations like that, where you're, you, it was a seven inning game and Anderson and Freed were two of the better starters in baseball last year. Like, and one was Anderson's debut. Like I'm, I'm not going to be mad about that necessarily. Um, so it was those two games back to back same day, um, against Atlanta. And then it was a lot of, oh, here were two against Baltimore, but Toronto, 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 um, one game randomly against the Marlins, um, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Yeah. So it, it was primarily Tampa Bay and Toronto. Um, in the, the grand scheme of things. And they, again, like they struggled against those teams last year. They're struggling against them so far this year. I mean, like what? Um, here, let's do advanced. Yeah. The Yankees are 12 and 17 against the AL East. It's like they're, they're four yeah, games good. above 500, but they're five games below 500 against their division. Like, and you you're like, that's going to be, that's how you finish third or fourth. I mean, they're a game up, you know, with two games in hand against Toronto. They're even in the, the loss column, 
Baltimore is Baltimore. They're going to finish last. We all knew that going into the season. They're already 17 games out of first, like 17 and a half games out of first. You know, that's, that's what we expected. Um, by Toronto's in fourth and they're six and a half games behind Tampa Bay, but they're six and a half games. I mean, they're, they're 27 and 25. And that would be like two games back if behind Oakland, who's winning the West. Um, they'd be like four games back if they were in the AL Central. So like it, it's a wider gap because Tampa Bay has the best record in baseball currently. Um, Which is weird to say. By the yeah, way. yeah, it, it's. But at least it's not the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. True. Who who are thirty two and twenty one with like the, yeah they're yeah. they're up there too. Yeah, still doing well, but like you know. I can live with the Tampa Bay Rays being a little bit more than I can the Boston Red Sox at least. But, you know, you're the Yankees better figure out a way to, you know, just right. like you yeah, you you have to figure out a way to beat those teams. You have yeah. to. Um and they they beat up on Boston last year, so maybe that'll continue. Um Boston's been off to a great start this year. Um but Really, it's been like Boston's been really good away, and so has Tampa Bay, and neither one of them have played that great at home. So this could be a very rough stretch because it's, you know, it's a, um, it's a home stand. So like Tampa Bay is 15 and 13 at home, they're 20 and seven on the road. Boston's mm-hmm. 16 and 13 at home, they're 16 and eight away. Um. Like it, it just it's crazy like the night and day difference that's there. Um so I I don't I don't know like why, like what difference it would make or whatever, but it seems to play a part and we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I mean like I and I don't know I can't even really like pinpoint it to like this this particular scenario of situation because like I don't think the numbers are, you know, staggeringly terrible. Like there, there are definitely some guys that need to step it up, but there are other guys. I mean, like that they're like, the numbers are, are kind of where I guess I would anticipate them being. I mean, like judges batting 300 LeMahieu's only batting like 260. That's obviously low or shell is batting 260 Torres is batting 260. Yeah, I I would like to see those be those numbers be higher, but realistically, I mean they're probably only going to bat 270, 280. So you're talking about like a couple hits, um, right? And and that to me is like where it's at. Like, but Frazier's still batting under 200. Gardner's batting under 200. Sanchez is just over 200. Stanton's at 260. Wade's at 250. You know, but it's been like and Duhar has been a great addition. You know, he's swinging well, batting 240. I really would expect him to kind of be in that area, 240 to 260. So it's like on the low end, but, you know, he's just starting to get every day at bats. Like he's only played in 19 games out of like the 50-something they've played. So, you know, give him some time to figure it out. Um, But like Voight's down again, but he wasn't really producing when he was here anyway. He only had the one home run. He was batting 182. He was striking out a whole bunch. So he struck out 15 times in his 12 games. Um, like a third of his at bats were strikeouts. So yeah, it sucks that he's hurt, but you know it, he just wasn't producing. Um, like we talked about, the home runs really haven't been there. I mean, they're in the middle of the pack. Um, I think they're like tied for 13th in the league. Um, 
like they just like there's just like no I I don't know I, I hate the phrase like clutch hitting, but it just it doesn't it doesn't exist. Like it's just like something that they don't do. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find this real quick. Like what their numbers are with like batting with like runners in scoring position. What they're batting. Uh, it's gotta be something atrocious. Cause I feel like they have guys on base all the time and then they just don't do anything. Um, and that's why I think like you even kind of can hear it in my voice whenever. Uh, you said we the were... Yankees have guys on base all the time. They're yeah. not driving them in. Yeah, like. Because when, when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, they didn't do anything against Detroit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they had 11 hits this game. Oh, they had nine hits that game. Like, oh, they and they drew some walks. Like, oh, this, this is weird. Like, oh, this yeah. isn't like, so you guys had like 13 base runners and you scored two runs. Like, and one of those runs was the runner that started on second. Like, congratulations. Um, Trying to see here. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I got the Spencer Turnbull start last week, so, you know, I wasn't super mad at the performance, but. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. You know, that's a fantasy it'll do for you. Um, yeah, so uh, runners in scoring position, they are batting 239. Um. Let's see. So yeah, so so here's like some examples of shit that I'm talking about. Like with a man on second base, they had they're batting uh, 202. With a guy on third base, they're batting 129 as a team. Um. It, so and then if you break that in even further, with a man on second and one out, they're batting um. Um. So yeah, so one out with a man on second, they're batting 147 as a team. With one out and a man on third, they're batting 167 as a team. Um, they've had like like they have two RBIs or three RBIs total in situations where they have a runner on second or third with one out all year. That's it. Um, and it's like something like 40 something at bats that that's been the case. Um, Damn. So it's not like they, it's not like they, it isn't happening at all. I mean, like that's like almost fucking once a game. You know, it's like like our twice every three games call. Like two thirds of their games, they've had this opportunity to come up at least once, and they have like fucking six hits and like these forty at, at bats. Um, and then when you get into the situations even more, it's like two outs with the runner on second, bat a little better, two thirty one. Two outs with a runner on third, they're batting .087. Uh, two outs with runners on first and second, they're batting .157. Um, so like they just don't, they don't do anything. Um, Did they see a lot of like good pitching this last week. I know they got Turnbull at one game. No, not really. But... I mean, they had Casey Mize, who's like a up and coming prospect, um, or was a prospect and has now kind of found his way into the big leagues. And he's had success this year for sure. Um, I think he had a pretty it's good guy that last the Yankees, year. It's a guy that the Yankees should hit. Right. Ooh, Gavin Lux striking out looking with the bases loaded. Whoa, whoa, dude. Gavin Lux striking out bases looking. Yeah, we could have done some damage there, Lux. <laughs> Why'd you give me the early pitch, dude? Spoiler alert much. That's all right. 
Oh, I forgot. I forgot you were behind me. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm like uh, half a pitch behind you. It's all good. Yeah. You know, Gavin Lux just trying to ruin his home run <laughs> from earlier. Um, but like, man on first with no one out, batting two ten. Um, first and third with no one out, like five plate appearances, no hits. Second and third with no outs, five plate appearances, no hits. Um, it it's just like, man. Um, bases loaded with no outs. 13 plate appearances. They're batting .083. And so 13 plate appearances with the bases loaded and no outs. And they have two RBIs as a team all year. Like, how bad is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's our friend Mo, dude. Not great. Yeah, like, it's just like, man. So, I... It's like, clearly, they, they have this opportunity. I mean, in order to have 13 plate appearances like that, like... You know, signs the the two guys are the the one hit they have because they don't even have any walks in that situation. So they've literally had something productive happen once. Like the, they have hit into seven double plays with the bases loaded and no outs and thirteen plate appearances. More than fifty percent of the time in that scenario, they hit into a double play. How? Like that's statistically impossible. I'm firmly aware. What uh? Didn't you find a stat at the beginning of the year that was like hitting in high leverage situations or something? Yeah, the the late and close stat. Yeah, yeah, late and close stat. Yeah, it's still garbage. It's still garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So late and close, just as a reminder. Um. Uh. What are they? Hey, tell me, tell me what this is. Okay. No, that's not what I wanted. Um, okay, so late and close are plate appearances in the seventh inning or later with the batting team tied ahead by one or the tying run at least on deck. So those those plate appearances. So over 307 plate appearances for late and close for the Yankees so far, uh, which is across 31 games that this has occurred in. They're batting 232 as a team. Um, four home runs, 29 RBIs. They've struck out like 81 times in those 307 plate appearances. Um, it's just, it's not, it's not good. Like it's yeah. not, I don't know. Yeah, can't find a number that's, you know, yeah, like, there um, for them. like the, the first inning they're like, as a team, they back like 231, which isn't isn't that great, but like the second inning, they're batting as a team 197 in the second inning of baseball games. Um, it's just, it's rough. Like, right. And that's most likely you're like almost every time you're four, five, six or five, six, seven hitters, because if you're batting 231, you're, you know, only getting a guy on base in the first here and there. Right. And um, then, and then like, it's, like they're they're most productive in innings like four through six in terms of uh, I guess it's like innings like three and four like third fourth and fifth innings so it's like that second time through the lineup um, like their RBIs so in the first and second it's seventeen and sixteen six seven and eight it's eighteen nineteen twenty but the middle innings three four five it's twenty six twenty nine and twenty three. RBIs. Um, the th- home runs are the highest in those three innings, 12, 10, and 8. 
um, are like they're so it just seems like they're they're far more productive um, that second time through the lineup when they see a guy um, and they like it's just no one's putting it together all the time like we don't link anything we it's we don't it's so much like what we talked about with the Cardinals last year. And even like the Cardinals before that, when I, like before we started recording, um, that if they don't have two or three hits in an inning, they aren't going to score any runs. Um, yeah. like how, how often do we talk about it? We're like, Oh, Cardinals have a lead off double. And then they don't score that guy. Um, or, right. Oh, but lead off walk. Um, they move them to second with one out and then the Cardinals don't drive them in or it's first and third and right. two outs at some point and they don't drive the runner in. Uh, that's, or they that's can't the get Yankees that guy at. on second in the 10th inning. Right. Um, like, that's that's where the Yankees are at right now, is that what they've had in the past was like, ah, it'll be fine because at some point in this game, we're going to have a guy on or two guys on and we're going to hit a home run, and it'll make up for all these other stranded base runners because, you know, we're good now. Um, but it just – that just hasn't been there. Like they aren't hitting for power. Um, and really, I mean, I, I, I guess they're not, it's not even like that far off of the top numbers. I mean, Atlanta's leading the league with 81 home runs and the Yankees are at 62. Um, so, I mean, it's like a home run every other game, which I, I get over time. Like it sounds like a lot, but you know, you're, it's just like, man, like, it, it would go such a long way. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have a fix for it because it's just a matter of like, you know, like dating back to like earlier episodes that recorded. I don't know how long we can live in a world where the Yankee pitching is what's carrying the team because I frankly don't think the Yankee pitching is that spectacular. I think it's good. And I think it is definitely good enough for the team to win. If the offense shows up the way, like if the offense does what the offense has done for the last couple seasons, if the offense is going to do this, then I don't know what pitching staff the Yankees will need. Like they aren't going to go very far. They might make the playoffs, but they aren't going to fucking go anywhere. Right, that same feeling we have for the Cardinals. Like, it'd be cool, like, that they make it, but, like, you know, early exit, and then we'll be watching other teams play. Right. At least in baseball, I'll watch kind of other teams play in hockey. Like, when the Blues got kicked out, like, I'm done with hockey. Yeah, I I just, yeah, it's it's all right. I'm the same way, and part of it's probably because I'm just not as big of a hockey fan as I am a baseball fan. Um, But I just, it's it's so hard for me to just get into the game, especially the stuff that's going on. Um, like I just think the NHL has, is, has made some poor decisions lately uh, with like player safety and shit like that. And like, I, I, some of it's probably just like bad taste in my mouth because of like what the blues dealt with, with Falk getting hurt. Yeah. Um, but it, it makes it hard to watch that. Like there's just a place in the game for goons. Um, it would be like a guy that was designated in a bullpen that just came in and only threw it, guys. Right. Like there, there's just no place for that dude in baseball. I got, a, I got one guy. He only comes in, hits three batters, and then we take him out. Yeah. Tell you what, this is a good at bat though. Between I was gonna say Cabrera you went silent. Oh, cool. I was like, you went silent there for a second. I was waiting for that pitch. 
is good. Yeah. Is a good at bat. Yeah, I on both ends. Cabrera's just been. Cabrera's just been. Yeah, I definitely on both ends. Cabrera's just been a stud this year. He's really he's gonna work himself into a little contract. But yeah, no, I mean, from the sounds of it, like I said, I and I had a hard time watching like put them on Cardinals this week, so the Yankees, but it sounds like they need to do just play better baseball overall. Like <laughs> yeah. they need yeah, to just get good. I don't know, know what yeah. I'll say it. You just get yeah. good. I um, need to hit like well, they don't need to hit the ball more. They need to find a way to produce runs. Are right. they, like no one is stealing bases. Have you looked up the stealing bases number? Uh, I don't know if I've texted you about it, but it was like the Padres last time I looked at it had like 25 more stolen bases than the second uh, stolen base team. And then like the Cardinals were a top 10 stolen base team. Um, and how yeah, we talked so, about like the Cardinals need to steal more bases, like no one's stealing bases. Yeah. So the Padres are definitely still there. Um, and they're, yeah, they're 20 ahead of Kansas city and the Padres yeah. are stealing over a, a game of a base, a game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 59 steals in 55 um, games. Um, with that also being said, um, they have 15 uh, caught stealings. Oh, yeah. Oh, why couldn't they have been Lux? Taylor having himself a game. I know. I'm not playing against Taylor, am I? Um, no one has Taylor, right? Game uh, up. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, doesn't look like I do because uh, the team I'm playing against has negative eight points on the night. <laughs> God. <laughs> Got him. Well, they, it looks like because uh, closer blew a save. Yeah, I'm looking at like a couple other teams. Oh, and he's got, he's got Stanton as his DH, so, you know, negative two points. Uh, looks like... Brian, no, Marinato, negative looks four. like Brian Coates has Chris Taylor and he is in. He's got 12 points on the night now. Oh, nice, um, but nice, my, nice. But my cousin's whooping up on him. Legit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not off to such a great start. Seems like I'm close and I'm in it. You know, <laughs> but, but, but you're not but feeling have, good about it. But I have five points coming off the board because they somehow gave... Uh, James Caprillian a complete game today. I don't know why. He pitched three and two thirds innings. It's definitely not complete. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Bauer is now back on the hook for the win here. Oh, uh, they're gonna let him bat. Great. So cool. Maybe he'll maybe he'll let up a run, and get that quality start out of there. But let's let's say he doesn't. That's another ten points. So I'm gonna be down by you know, 20 or so coming out of Monday. That's always a great feeling. It's all right. Couple, yeah, couple way, more, couple more weeks, Tuesday, you know? couple more weeks like this. And I'll just be, you know, moving some pieces, Selling. getting some draft picks. Right. So. Thinking about next year's, uh, top draft picks you got. Yep. Yep. Well, I'll trade you a Zuna, you know, if you need an outfielder. <laughs> That's like the one thing I don't need. I already, <laughs> I already got enough guys not doing anything yeah. for my outfield. I didn't, I didn't need not. I didn't need an outfielder until yesterday. True. True. Now I don't really need one. Thank God I had four good ones. Well, Ozuna was probably like the the so far this year at least the worst one out of the group. Um, so not the end of the world. But now I'm like a outfielder out. You know, in a position I. Hey, if anything happened, you know, 
It's not going to be the end of the world, but now it's the end of the world. Oh my god, what is going on here? Um, looked like Molina was looking for a slider. Oh. And uh, Cabrera threw a fastball. Oh. Molina caught it still. I guess that's all that matters. You know, but... Yeah, I highly doubt Trevor Bauer's swinging the bat here, you know? Yeah. Very but, much. But... Yeah, that's what the Cardinals do. Just walks, 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 walks. I mean, Trevor Bauer's probably for like afraid he's gonna get hit in the face here, you know? Probably. He's like, if I swing like, oh. too hard, I'll ruin my rotation. <laughs> yeah, he I'm obviously sees right. that Cabrera's not getting signs right. <laughs> that's right. Last time Cabrera hit a guy in the face, dude, what a bad strike. <laughs> yeah, got got away with one there. Oh, the strike zone is just incredibly horrible for everyone. Like, uh, R.I.P. batters, really. Yep. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, oh my god, and then Bauer strikes out <laughs> with a real strike. Yeah, I thought that was three and one. I thought that was a three and one pitch right there, but I guess not. It was a three and one pitch when he got the the called strike on the outside outside. corner. Uh, yeah, when he when he got it on the inside corner, that wasn't on the inside corner, but he called it a strike. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, by looking at the the pitching numbers for the Yankees to to wrap them up real quick, um, I mean Cole is Garrett Cole. He's been stellar over his eleven starts, um, and really, it's like at the eleven start mark is like when historically he has kicked it into like another level and like really went on a tear. And at this point, through 11 starts, he's 6-2. and two. Like here. Yeah, 6-2, and two, 1.78 ERA, 71 innings pitched, 97 strikeouts. Um, yeah. So he's, he's, he's pitching pretty well. Um, but, like, Kluber was, you know, 3.04 ERA over 53 innings, uh, 55 strikeouts. Montgomery, 4.22 ERA. A little higher than I'd like. I'd like to see it sub-4, but not the end of the world. Um, it's like the difference of a handful of runs. Um but same 53 innings pitched, 53 strikeouts. Domingo Herman, 3.06 ERA, 50 innings pitched, 47 strikeouts. Uh, Tyon, the one struggling, 5.10 ERA over 47 innings, but also 55 strikeouts. It's like they're striking guys out. They're holding guys to a low average. Like even Tyon, like teams are only batting 243 against them. Like that's not, it's not amazing. Um, yeah, like that's a that's a serviceable number, but they're just not getting he's not getting any run support. Like he's yeah. pitching in close games all the time, um, and really he's just been bit by the home run ball. I mean, like he's given up 27 earned runs, but he's given up 10 home runs. Um, Domingo Herman's the same way: 17 earned runs, nine home runs. So at least half of the runs he's allowed have come via the long ball. Um, and then the bullpen has just been great. Like Loisaga, 2.39 ERA over 26 innings, 21 appearances. Chad Green, 22 appearances, 2.08 ERA, 26 innings pitched. They both struck out 23 guys. Lucas Lutke has been a godsend. Um, 2.45 ERA over 25 innings, 27 strikeouts. Uh, Kings sub three ERA. Chapman's at a 0.45 ERA. Um, Luis Sessa's at like a 3.15 ERA. O'Day's at a 3. Wandy Peralta, who it's been fine. Talkman hasn't been anything, but he's at a 4 ERA over 9 innings with 8 strikeouts. Um, it, it's just like they 
like they will get Britain back at some point. They'll get Severino back at some point. Um, you know, it's like they, they have the ability to piece the stuff together and stay productive, but much like we talk about the Cardinals, they aren't beating the teams they need to. Like they, they have this huge chance for atonement and they're just putting, like they're painting themselves into a corner by losing this first game, by not being able to hit off a guy like Rich Hill, you know, when you're facing a team like the Rays. Um, I'm pretty sure they're next. Or I think Glass now pitches tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so you, you have a tough matchup there. Uh, Good for you. And I'm sure because Glass now is on my team, the Yankees will show up tomorrow. And it'll be the only game they win the series. Um, be like lights out. <clears throat> yeah, you'll be the race curse too. The race has been doing good. Here's your player. Man. Yeah, I will say I think in their their sixteen and one stretch that they're currently in, I think Glass and I have like one win in that stretch. Um. I'm trying to see who who's slated to pitch. Yeah, Glasnow versus Herman, and then McClanahan versus Montgomery, um, and then Cole against TBD. So, like, you have, in my opinion, you have the, like, you're, you're losing the pitching matchup tomorrow, but then you have the upper hand in the next two games. So if you could have won a game like today against someone like Rich Hill, who's not that great of a pitcher, um, you just couldn't muster any offense. And even still in like the not being able to muster any offense, like they five hits, the only run they scored was on a solo home run by Miguel Andujar. So it's just like, all right, like cool. If you can split this, you know, if you split with a team that was 15 and one, in their last 16 games coming into your series and they have the best record in baseball. I'll take a split there. That's fine. Like just don't lose ground, you know, and then handle business against Boston. Like if you can do that, like if you have a week where you go four and three and you're playing the two teams that are ahead of you and you take a winning record out of it, you split a four game series and you win a three game series that that's a W like that's fine. But the problem is, is that you're doing it on the heels of losing two out of three to Toronto and getting swept by the fucking Tigers. Like if you win two out of three and you swept the Tigers, so it was a completely different scenario that you're in right now. Like you're you're fine, you know. Like you figure, say say the Yankees like even just one bowl series, they go four and two in that stretch rather than one and five. Yeah, you know, like that's a three three games difference. So you're two and a half games behind Tampa Bay at this point, even with losing today, you know, like it, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like you, you have to beat the teams that you should beat If you aren't going to beat the teams that are, that you need to beat. Yeah. Like it, it just, it isn't going to work out for you. It's the same shit we talked about with the Cardinals. Literally every week, the same thing we talk about with the Cardinals, you know, and like they're, they're going through a a similar stretch. You know, we talk about, um, like it started really with like the, um, the, 
like that week with like the Mets and the Rockies. It's like, all right, you split with the Mets. Um, fair ball, fair ball. Is it fair? Fair. There we go. There we go. Tyler O'Neill. All he does is crush bombs, dude. Tied for 12 home runs. That's tied for uh, league lead yet? I don't think so. No? No, I think that Hokuna have like 14, something like that. 16, something, something ridiculous. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe home runs, home runs. Looking it up. Oh, Vlad has 16, yeah. Acuna has 16. Yeah. Adolis Garcia, who? Former Cardinal. Guess where he came from? Guess where <laughs> For, he came from? Former Cardinal. The Cardinals. Has 16 home runs. Vlad, 16. Tati, 16. Otani, 15. Mitch Hanager, my boy, 14. Javier Baez, trying to get that contract with 13. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Tyler O'Neill just with twelve, is down there in like the Chris Bryant sixteen. Hey, hey that took away that's some some more negative points to Bauer and took away his quality start. So yeah, I'm cool on that. Yeah, minus ten points for Bauer. Well, it's still on, still got in line for that win, but four points gone from the quality start and another what negative two and a half from solo shot. So I'll, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it's like we were saying, like they split with the Mets and then they swapped the Rockies took two out of three from the Brewers. They got swapped by the, by the Padres swept the pirates in a two game series, lost two out of three to the Cubs lost two out of three to the white Sox took three out of four from the diamondbacks. And now they have this stretch where they're playing three against the Dodgers. Currently losing game one. It's not over yet, though. Um, but so say they lose this. So then they have two more games against L.A. Um, say they lose this series, but then it's four against Cincinnati. And they'll probably go in and do fairly well and take three out of four or win all four or whatever. Um, and then you got Cleveland, who's not very tough. But then you have the Cubs. Then you got the Marlins, who aren't very tough, but then you got the Braves. Then you got Detroit, and you got Pittsburgh and Arizona. So it's like the Cardinals will find themselves, and then that gets used because you have the Rockies after that, but it's the Rockies at Colorado, and apparently they're really good at Colorado. Um, so like going into the All-Star break, the, Bye, the, the Cardinals Bye. have, the Cardinals have a, a relatively favorable schedule throughout June and the first part of July, in my opinion. And they will find themselves in a in a good spot or whatever. But then it's when they they play San Francisco and the Cubs going into the All Star break, and then they play San Francisco and the Cubs coming out of the All Star break. Um, that that'll be like a tough stretch. But man, like they, man, like that. The Cardinals is like they don't play anyone tough. It looks like it's weird. Like I'm looking at like the August schedule. They play. Um, it finishes up a series with Minnesota, who's been terrible this year. Atlanta, who's below 500, and then, um, but I mean they're a good team, but they just aren't playing well. Um, but those should be tough games, in my opinion. But then Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. 
uh, Milwaukee. And then it's like the, but then September it's terrible. It's Milwaukee, then the Dodgers, then the Reds, then the Mets, then the Padres, then the Brewers, then the Cubs, then the Brewers. Like September is going to be real rough. August is going to be a cakewalk. I feel like they play, they have three series against the pirates. They play the pirates 10 times in August. Yeah. Patting that schedule, dude. Yeah. And they play Detroit twice and Kansas city six times and the reds twice, technically in August. It's like the Cardinals are going to like when they're going to go like 20 and five in August. Maybe hopefully. Yeah. But you know, can't count them out, dude. They play. But, uh, but they 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 beat... allow the division teams to play them well. You know, they haven't this year. They've beaten up on Cincinnati outside of the the season opener, like the the series to start the season, and they've whooped up on the Pirates. I mean, granted, they it hasn't been like extreme blowouts, but it's been like they open up big leads and the Pirates score a couple runs coming back off of the kind of back end of the Cardinals bullpen. Um. You know, like I don't think the Cardinals have trailed in a game to the Pirates even. Uh, so they they've done a great job on beating up on those teams. It's just been needed because they aren't playing well against the other teams that they compete with. Like as well as they've done, and like like winning three out of four against Arizona, they still only went four and three last week. Um, they took two like they won the series against Milwaukee. But they went, then they got swept by the Padres. So they went two and four that week. Um, so it's just like, it's been compounded with, all right, we'll play this team that we'll beat up on. And then we play this team that like, we got to find a way to beat. And they aren't finding a way to win the games against the top teams in the league. And then they beat up on everybody that's worse than them. And that's where they find themselves at, you know, 30 and 23. Cause they've only played 19 games against teams that are above 500 currently. Um, this will be the 20th game. Um, and if this score holds, they'll be seven and 13 in those games. Like that's really bad. Um, by the, with the Cubs beating the Padres today, they've been on a pretty hot streak. And it's like right now they're, they're currently tied. If the Cardinals lose this game, they will officially be passed in the standings and they will be in second place in the NL central. Um, and as we've talked about it, like if you don't win the NL Central, you would you're probably not going to be in the playoffs. And as it would stand, like if the playoffs ended May 31st, like if this was the end of the season, these two months, the Cardinals would not be a playoff team currently. If they lose this game. Well, uh, we're not going to lose this game, though, Spag, so that's a good yeah, I, that's why I put that caveat in there. Yeah, we're not going to lose. So. We're coming back right now. This is this is the at-bat right here. Lane Thomas. Lane Thomas. All right. Lane Thomas. You heard it here first. Two outs. Big big hit Lane Thomas. That's what they call him. His nickname. And, and I honestly don't know if baseball has me more frustrated because the Yankees and how they're playing or because of fantasy. Because we both had some bullshit losses last week. Um, yeah. It, it was just annoying. a combination of both. 100%. Yeah. Like if, if you would have won in fan, like you would have been, you're still not happy with the Yankees in the week, 
But it would have been a little bit easier if you were like, well, at least I won my week. Right, because I even said, I think last week I said it, that I would be fine with, you know, losing in fantasy every week if the Yankees were going to play, you know, go five and one, six and one every week. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. I, I could be okay with it. Like, I would still enjoy watching baseball. But I am, in fantasy, I am currently on a three-game losing streak, and I have lost the three games by a combined 53 points. Um. To put it in correlation, like there were um, one of the guys I lost to in that stretch um, lost their game by uh, 40, no, um, yeah, 45 points last week in just one week. Um, My brother lost by 44 last week. A couple other guys lost like in... 30 like the 30 point range um the week prior to that uh we had guys that lost by you know 60 like you won your game by 60 one guy lost by 150 points last week um a couple other guys lost by 40 this guy lost by 65 and granted there's usually like that one or two guys you know one once matchups usually pretty close you know it's maybe 10 15 points um, or like the occasional two point game, um, you know, like your loss last week, the occasional one point game, um, where you lost by literally 0. 0.67 or whatever the hell it is. Yep. Uh, or I guess it was 0. 0.83, I guess, um, that you lost by, um, I lost by 2.67, um, so it's it just, it's been very frustrating. Like I have the fifth highest point scored in the league through eight weeks and I am three and five. Um, yeah, that's I, never, that, that's always a yeah. bad feeling. Like we're scoring points. You're not winning. Yeah. Like I look at guys like the guy I'm playing this week, like I have outscored him on the year by 40 points. I'm three and five. They're five and three. Um, the, the team I lost to last week, I am outscoring him by 220 points on the year. He is five and three. I am three and five. Um, there are there are teams in front of me, like my my cousin's team is four and four. I am outscoring him by 200 points on the year, and he has a game in front of me. Um, I'm I'm outscoring one of the teams that are in that are tied for first in our league by almost 100 points. Was that? five like 85 points um they're five and three i'm three and five i'm like come on man like this is just like and it's not even like my points against are astronomically high or anything like that like it it just everyone like i always do just enough to not win you know i'm i'm looking at like every other team with a losing record let's see yeah um yep all right so there's there's one other team with a losing record that has more points for than points against that's Coates. um in his game like in his games mm-hmm. um but there there are some guys like you know it's like uh adam stout hit seven and one best record in the league right now by two games um everyone else is like sitting at five and three um, your your division you have four guys at five and three currently. Um, 
I've yeah, lost two games by less than a point. Yeah, and there's there are three games, three teams that are five and three in our division. So it's a it's a very tight race by all means. Like, you know, it's four games separating fourteenth from first in our league. Um, which you know, in in eight eight weeks, it seems like a lot, but that could very easily turn around, go the other way. Yeah. You know, four yeah. four games is not you know, insurmountable by any means. Um, but like, it's like Adam Stout, seven and one. He, he is leading a league in points scored. Um, but like in points against, like he, he isn't even at 1500 yet. And like granted, like you're you're only slightly above fifteen hundred, but like I'm getting ready to crack seventeen hundred. <laughs> like I I would love it. Like if I only had people like if I only had fourteen hundred and sixty one points against me, it's so like if I had two hundred and forty points less than what I or two hundred and twenty points less than what I currently have over the last eight weeks, I I would be seven and one, I bet. Yeah, you've also uh your no hitter was pretty uh Pretty exacerbated your points so a little bit. Not pretty, like you know. But when a player gets sixty points in one game, and I guess that's not really fair because a pitcher could get sixty points in a week. But like I've had, uh, you know, Acuna get fifty, sixty points in a week. So and and for what it's worth, this is a good in, good week. And in, in that week, um, what was that week five? That means through it, yeah. So in that week, um. Yes, it means got me 65 and a half points, and I won that week by 86. So even if I didn't have means as points, I still would have won that week. It's like my team in general just had a strong week. Um, with with some exceptions, I had some guys that didn't really do a whole lot, but um. Yeah, because because even in that week, so like when I when I beat Zach, so like I that was I was top point scorer for that week, and Zach finished one two three fifth in scoring, so like majority of the people that played him would have lost, <laughs> and it 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 took that level of. Oh my God! What's going on? Uh, um, I don't know, Spags. I don't know. Yeah. So like, or like, um, so Timmy, who I who I lost to last week, you know, put up 180 points. Um, let's go look at. Let's look at this real quick. Schedule. I want. I'm curious to know how many times he has scored. So if we remove the first week, because the first week was the extended week, so like everyone put up a pretty high point total, you know, up into like the high 200s, 300 plus. Um, so in the in the seven weeks since then, he put up 126 points, 194, 247, 166 then 134, 123, and then 184 against me. So he had finished, like, I think when he 
beat Stow in week five, he was near the bottom in point score. And I think the reason why he didn't is because I think Stow might have taken bottom point score in week five. But I know in week six and week seven, he was the lowest point scorer. And I lost to him. Um, yeah, week five. One, two, three. Yeah, he would have... He won, and he had the fifth lowest point total. So he only would have beaten four teams, but he just happened to be playing one of them. I'm like, when when do I get that week? Like, when does that week get to happen for me? You know, or for, for you even. Like, you're, you, you have also had some tough losses. You've just been... Your team has picked you up more times than my team has picked me up. And that's the difference mm. between being five and three and three and five. But you've also had yeah. some shitty losses. Uh, but it's like, man, like when when do we get that situation? Because like even in like your like two weeks ago when you beat Adam Stout, who that's his only loss, you won pretty convincingly. Like you beat him by 60 points. You know, where where's your, you know, like like when do we get to play bottom point scorers? You know, yeah. when do we get those guys? Never. You know, it's like when I look at the sheet of like who's been finishing the bottom point score, when I play those teams, they don't do bottom points. Like they're near the top. It's, it's fucking aggravating. Um, like I have not played, I, I have not played a top point score yet. Um, and you, it looks like you've played the, the bottom points once. But nice. when you but when you played, uh, you played it was Brian Coates, and it was he put up 173 points, and that is the highest lowest point total we've had all year, with the exception <laughs> of the first week, which everyone put up decent points in the first week. So it was yeah, because we had an extra couple games. Yeah. yeah, but so even your low point score, it was the best low point score we've had all year. Yeah, I was like, this is dumb. Like, and it's luck of the draw. Like, I understand it's pure luck. Like, there's not anything I can do because you don't actually play defense or anything. It's not like I could be mad at my guys for the other team putting up points, but it's just, it's aggravating. That's all I can say. It's aggravating. Yeah, I feel you. Like I said, I was in uh, Piedmont all weekend, so when I was like in service, I was checking my score here and there, and I thought I was out of it pretty much. Like Friday and Saturday, I'm like, man, my team's just not doing it. Like, uh, but I guess I got a couple good performances, and he had a couple bad performances or no performances. And so when I looked at it this morning or last night, I was like. Oh, you got to be kidding me! It was like it got really that close because I was I was pretty far behind. I was like forty points behind. So yeah, I thought I was gonna win. No, oh, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, like I I was like, all right, like I'm up by a decent amount. Like he has one starter to go, I have one starter to go, and I have three guys playing late. Like it'll be it'll be fine. Um, and my two guys for Atlanta, Freeman and Swanson and Aguilar and the Minnesota Boston game that was supposed to happen like in the, the early evening. So I was like, all right, got that. And I have Tyon going against Detroit. Like the, that's fine. Like this would be all right. Um, and he has, you say Kikuchi going against Texas. 
Yeah, I was like in Seattle. Seattle's been meh at best. So, you know, whatever. Uh, it'll be fine. Well, Kikuchi goes like six and two thirds. Um, pitch is pretty decent. I think he had he took like a no hitter into the sixth inning or something like that. Um, so I was like, okay, wonderful. But then I'll and then tie on they push back so he doesn't start yesterday. He starts today instead. So I lose that start. And then the Atlanta game gets rained out. And then the Boston Miami game gets rained out. Um, and then uh, what Atlanta. Atlanta and the Mets, they had two of their three games rained out, so I lost two games from Freeman and Swanson uh, completely. It's not yeah. like I had a doubleheader or whatever, so I lost two yep. games there. Um, Ramon Loreno got hurt, so he missed the last three games. Like, he missed the weekend series due to a groin injury. Um, so I was just like, man, like, I'm just bleeding points all over the place. Uh, Mark Melanson blew two consecutive save opportunities. I think those were his only two blown saves of the year. Um but just any any one of those, like any one of those things happens, I probably score two or three points and I win. But all of it adds up that I that I don't. Like my my team, if if everyone just played and everyone was healthy, I probably would have broke two hundred points and it would have been fine. But that just isn't. It didn't happen that way. Like that just isn't how it went down. And alas, here we are, another loss. Um, and then like I said, like slow start to this week going the same way um you know they i don't know why they gave um whoa, whoa why are they saying one of these they're saying that bauer only had three earned runs but i don't know why I don't, I don't think the Dodgers have committed any errors, did they? Oh, the Dodgers have committed two errors. When did those happen? Uh, all right. Edmund reached on a throwing error, so never mm-hmm. mind. His quality start's still there because it was only three earned runs mm-hmm. out of the four. Stupid. All right, so if the Cardinals don't tie it, then he'll get the win from Bauer, so he'll be at like 25 points, and I'll lose the five points from this complete game nonsense, and I'll be at eight. So, yeah, like down by like 17 or whatever. Fun times. Um, be like, what, like, why can't I like play a team that they start like negative eight on the day and they only have – five starts you know like where why don't i get that matchup i agree i agree i need like a couple weeks too well and i was on like a i had a four what a four game win streak going or a three game win streak going it just halted off of you know a kind of a garbage week but you know just let's just hope it doesn't happen two weeks in a row you know right can't can't have that happen again. Yeah, I mean, you're, like I say, you're, you're sitting comfortable after day one. I mean, you still have both yeah. your starts in hand because uh, neither of you guys had guys go today. So, yeah, so you still have the two starts in hand, and you're up by 31. So, I mean, it, is it over? No, not by any means. But, you know, like being up by 31 is, is great. 
but at the same time, like, I guess it's, it's cool that I'm playing somebody that's also struggling because my team's struggling. Like, I, mean, there's a couple teams that like, you know, um, like, uh, Trogler, for example, he finished second in scoring last week and he lost like, that's rough. That sucks. Yeah. Um, and then even, uh, this week, like he's fourth in scoring currently and he's losing, uh, maybe fifth in scoring, whatever. So he's like top five in scoring and he's losing this week as well. Uh, it's close still. Like he's only down by three and a half, but you know, um, but I'm just glad to see like Timmy putting up a bunch of points this week as well. Um, you know, 55 points out of the gate. I'll, I'll take it. I just want to see everybody that's in my division also lose. Um, so I'm, I'm rooting for you. Okay. I, th- I think right now it's, um, I'm losing, Trigler's losing, Robbie's losing, Nick's losing, Zach's losing, Kurt's winning, my cousin's winning, and Putz is losing. So right now, like, my division's two and six. And I think we went two and six last week as well. And the first week of uh, interdivision play, interleague play. Mm. So your your division's whooping up. So that's why it was a it was a tough loss for you, even more so, because pretty much everyone else, like the other seven teams in your division, went six and one. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm on the opposite side, like I lost, <laughs> but the other the other teams in my division went two and five, so it wasn't a big deal. This game seems like it's going on forever. It definitely feels like it has slowed down. But I mean, it's the eighth, so like it's coming to an end. But and it didn't. St- it started late, obviously, because they're in LA. But God, it just feels like it's been on forever. Um, trying to see if they put out the power rankings today or not. Oh, I finally found uh, Libertor's line, too. Oh, he went five know. innings pitched. Five innings pitched, five hits, one earned run. Uh, Team USA wins five to one. So, not bad. Very cool. Which I kind of like. It's kind of nice he's pitching because not like the Nicaragua game is obviously not going to be a huge deal, but you got to imagine Team USA is going to make the Olympics. Um, and he should be, you know, pitching some pretty pretty competitive games um you know i guess i would we'll see how we'll see how competitive it is compared to like a triple a or whatever but um it should be good baseball so kind of cool for him yeah i i know the mlb like distance themselves from it uh mainly because there's still concern about whether or not the olympics are actually going to take place yeah 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 um so i know like the game plan is that they're supposed to happen in july but apparently, from what I was reading earlier, there's been like a increase in outbreak, and like there's still like a, per, like a relatively low vaccination rate in Japan. So mm-hmm. that could, that could play a part. But I I don't know to what extent it is in Tokyo, um, or the neighboring areas. Um, 
because I know sometimes it's like, like I know it's like the Tokyo Olympic Games, but I don't know if like everything's going to be done in Tokyo or if there's going to be events in like neighboring cities that I don't know enough about the the geographical layout. But you would think with like baseball being gone for so long, I mean, it's been 13 years since it was in the Olympics. So, I mean, I guess it would have been 12 because it should have been in the Olympics should have happened last year. So would have been three Olympics without them. But Japan was like, you know, here we go. Um, but I, I know we, we have these. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, so I know like Japan, Israel, Mexico, and South Korea have already qualified. Um, and I don't know. I think there's just eight teams in general that are going. Oh, really? Um, or something like that. Yeah, I think it's like a pretty small field that make the Olympics. So there's only like four other spots or something. Or maybe it's, uh, I don't know. I, I forget. Like, um, yeah, I'm trying to see here if it tells me here. Um, the winner of the America's qualifier will secure a spot in the Olympic field while the runner-up and third-place team will advance to the WBSC final qualifier in June. Um, that five-team tournament will take place in Mexico, and the winner will claim the sixth and final Olympic spot. So there's only six Olympic teams. Um, oh, that's, that's kind of crazy, I guess I... Yeah, so it's a, it's a relatively small field for sure. Um... And some of like the, the, I guess more well-known teams won't be there, but I think part of that is because the MLB is not releasing players to participate. So when you think of like the World Baseball Classic and some of the iconic like superstar-studded teams that like Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. Um, Cuba, uh, Canada, like those teams aren't, they aren't riddled with MLB talent. Um, so I think that's where like the difference is where you'll probably like Japan, Mexico, South Korea, those are probably more prominently run by people that play pro ball, um, just in those respective areas. Yeah, like, I'm sure South Korea has tons of guys that, like, are in the KBO. And, um, you know, just, just things like that. Like, I'm sure you'll see those. So those teams will probably be good. But looking at, so it's like, well, I think there's eight teams in this. Yeah, so, yeah, so there's eight teams that are in this qualifier that they're in right now. Um, and I think it's, like, the top two teams advance um, or whatever. Moving on, but so it's the U.S., Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and Nicaragua, and then Cuba, Venezuela, Canada, and Colombia. Um Are the other ones and like the u.s is significantly favored in terms of rankings because they're 
ranked second in the world. Yeah, it's as yeah, that shouldn't be a surprise. Yeah, and then it's like Cuba's seven, Venezuela's eight, Dominican Republic ten, Puerto Rico's eleven, Canada thirteen, Colombia fourteen, Nicaragua fifteen, and it looks like um, Canada's team threw a combined no hitter today. Go figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did read that. I was meant to. You were talking about something. I've. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah, we got we got a no hitter. Kluber is not the last person to throw a no hitter this year. That's true. No. Um. Come on. Let's go, Lux. Let's go. Get that triple. Is he batting? Hey, he's up right now. Are you ahead of me now? Um, sure. Has he seen any pitches in your screen yet? N- no. Okay. Because when you said, come on, Lux, Will Smith was still batting on my screen. Oh, yeah, then I'm ready, you know. Get good, nerd. Has he had any pitches yet? Yep. How many? Oh, and one count. About to get the second pitch here in a second. Second pitch coming right. No. Oh, he let go. Is that a home run? That's a home run. Gone. All right. Well, you know. You know. Hard to be mad at that, I guess, but. Sorry, yeah. I ruined it for you. Thanks. It's fine. I honestly didn't know if you were being serious or not. But yeah, you're, oh, okay. you're, you're somehow now like 12 seconds ahead of me. <laughs> but, but no. So I'm going to refresh. I'm going to refresh. All right. Went 31 and a half to negative eight now. No, I feel like it didn't change where I was at at all. <laughs> same spot, same. I just watched Pasa yeah. Leon curse on the mound, and now first pitch to Taylor. Now, so I don't know where you're at. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But Lux is about to be quality keeper material next year. Between him, Cronenworth. I'm gonna, some, I'm gonna have some all right. Keep options, I do believe. Yeah, for me it'll just be dependent on who I trade. But I have a, a bunch. And my offense is seven for twenty-seven with three home runs, seven RBIs, five runs scored, two walks, nine strikeouts. Did you have a pitcher go today? Uh, I had a relief pitcher uh, get a save. Will Smith got to say, yeah, Will Smith, yeah. Okay. So if you remove that, you're at 22 points. And you said your your offense is 7 for 27. My yeah. offense is 6 for 29. And if I remove my my points currently from my pitching, I have 11 points. Um, Taylor's just, here comes a big double from Taylor. Uh yeah, like my team does such a good job of getting negative at bats. 
Like they don't ever, they don't <laughs> ever just get out. I was checking on Mickey's team. They're doing pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping my team just sucks it up and then I tear it up when I play you two. Wow. <laughs> what week do we play each other? Um, not to like the second week of July. Oh, yeah. So it's, like come, bit, it's like coming out of the all-star break that we play each other. Yeah. My team will be all nice and warmed up by then. Yeah, and I think I have Mickey the week before that going into the All Star break. Oh shit! I'm gonna I'm gonna double check on that right now. Uh, yeah, no, right. I have Mickey next week actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we we play each other the last week of interleague play. Watch out for uh, you know Rob Manfred getting calls to go Mickey's way. Yep, I've heard that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You know, regular old corked bats. It's just cheer yep. by nature. Yeah, um, missing calls. Yeah, I can't find the MLB power rankings. I guess maybe they don't have them up. Maybe it's a Tuesday thing. Hey, Memorial Day, so they, you know, we took the day off. I mean, CBS has theirs up. So we, we can, we can talk to you that. Um, I like theirs better anyway, because like I said, they give an explanation for every team. Um, or at least the guy that... Uh, um, oh, I'll open that up, so I'm going to read that later. Where did they go? Oh, here we go. We love our pets. Go away, ads. Jeez. Um, yeah, who likes ads, dude? Not me. Oh, yeah, so this they're talking about... So, CBS, they did, like, the taking the temperature on Memorial Day. And so, this guy said, that, like, there's some things, um, like, that he believe that he buys into. Like, yep. Nothing set in stone, whatever. Um, so essentially, it was like the existential question: Do we know what we think we know? And he said the answer is probably not, but we have some beliefs by now. It's allowed. Knowing this, you want to know what I believe? Here's what I believe. And he said, I believe the National League East is absolutely mediocre, and the Braves are definitely in some trouble. I would agree. I'm. I am, I guess, only surprised to a fault of my own that the NL East has been as abysmal as they have been so far. Um, we talked about in the hype, though, you know. Well, we talked like pretty, pretty extensively about like how tough that division could be, um, because like, oh, like all these teams are just stacking up to be potential contenders. You know, like the the Mets, like with Adam McCann um, and Lindor, um, and they're they're winning the division. Like, don't get me wrong; I mean, they're twenty five and twenty. Um, so, like, I think we've we've seen that forward progress. Um, obviously, they um, Degrom was shut down for a little bit. They missed some games to start the year because of COVID stuff. Um, you know, but five games above 500 
if they kind of continue with that clip, if they play, you know, eight more games, maybe they go five and three, let's say. Um, I think that that's realistic given the record. So that would put them to 30 and 23. And that's exactly what the Cubs and Cardinals are right now. You know, Cardinals about to be either 31 and 23 or 30 and 24. So the Mets are, are right there competing with the other teams. But it's like on top of that, I thought it would be more of like where the NL Central is, where the Cubs are 30 and 23, the Cardinals are 30 and 23, the Brewers are 29 and 25, you know, all right there, you know, a game or two separating them as we're going. I expected that to be like the Mets, Atlanta, Washington who I thought would be better this year than what they were last year. Um, Washington has not been better than what they were last year. They are in last in that division. Um, I thought the Marlins, it was going to be, hey, you made it to the playoffs last year, but only because of the extended field, as I've talked about. Someone's going to have to lose. You guys are going to play each other a whole bunch. You're going to be the odd man out. Whatever. You know, you're going to float around below 500. I didn't think they were going to have, like, the worst record in baseball wasn't going to be like they were struggling to get to 60 wins. Like, I don't think there'll be a hundred lost team in that division, but they are playing 500 against each other. And then outside of the division, like they aren't doing anything spectacular. Like really no one is. Um, I don't know who the Mets have played. So oh, I guess I, I guess I take it back. Like they're, they're, every one of them is like beating up on one division outside of their own and then getting beat up on by the other division outside of their own. Um, so like the Mets are two and five against the NL Central, but they're eight and two against the NL West. Um, the Braves are 10 and four against the NL Central. They're one and two against the West, but they're two and eight against the AL. Um, yeah, the Braves had a pretty rough stretch there for a minute. Yeah, the, as you know, as you know, yeah, the the Phillies six and four against the NL Central, two and four against the West, two and six against the AL. Uh, Miami, three and six against the Central. They're nine and eight against the NL West. Don't know who they played in the NL West, but they're playing good baseball against them. Um, Washington six and ten against the Central, four and six against the West. Five and three against the AL. They're the only team in the NL East that has a winning record in interleague play. Um, so yeah, so it's just surprising that they've been, that everyone has been, it's so close, but it's because everyone, it's because majority of the division is underachieving, in my opinion, by a handful of games. Um, I would have expected there to be four teams floating slightly above 500. Instead of, you know, a team above 500 and three teams floating below 500. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, next thing on there, the Red Sox are for real and the Blue Jays are still going to hang around. Meaning the AL East looks like a four team race down the stretch. Um, so I will say this. I I think it is possible that that is true. My honest concern of the one team out of those four that don't have the staying power is the Yankees because I don't know how long the starting pitching is going to hold up. So it's like 
I I feel like, yep, Tampa Bay is on an ungodly stretch right now, winning 16 over the last 17. That will that will slow down. They won't continue to win at that clip, hopefully. I mean, if they do, pff, good on them. Um, but I, I think that – so I don't think they're quite that good um, where, you know, like – even if they lose their next three games, they would be playing 800 baseball over the last 20. Um, so I don't think they're quite that good, but I also don't think they're a sub 500 team where they were at for a lot of the start of the season. So I, I think that this will, it'll even itself out. Um, Boston, I, I think is, they're going to go as far as they continue to have, you know, J.D. Martinez not get drug tested. <clears throat> Fair. Um, and Toronto, I mean, like they're they're two games above 500. Um, they are streaky. They're really young. Um, I think they'll be able to stick around enough to make it interesting to the point where, like, oh man, if we go on a run, like if we, if we win, you know eight, nine, ten games in a row, we can put some pressure on some people. Um, but I don't I don't think slightly above five hundred is gonna pressure this division. Um and I think that this is where they will remain. So I think they will just eventually be you know, would eventually distance themselves out. Um but the Yankees, if the offense shows up and the pitching stays about where it is, they'll compete. They will be very hard to stop to prevent from winning the division. However, if the other is is true and the offense continues at the rate that it is, which maybe that's what needs to happen so they can fucking bring in some guys that can offer some consistency and stop having everyone get hurt. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. If I have to read about another Yankees injury. It is. It it gets depressing. Um, Even for like a you know, an only you know a somewhat fan, it's a depressing. It's hard to deal with. Yeah, I I would imagine just even because like we don't talk a whole bunch of shit to each other in general, but we take our shots when we can. Um, But it it would be much more enjoyable if like our teams were battling neck and neck for like what record they're at or they're in the playoff hunt or whatever, and they're they're at a hundred percent. You know, like. Because even like with with where the Cardinals are, like I think that they're they're doing a lot of this. Like, you know, yeah, DeYoung isn't like this All Star caliber player, but I mean, I would take DeYoung over Sosa any day. And Sosa's been playing on godly. Like he's been playing much better than anyone would have expected him to. Um, offensively, he's always been great. Defensively, from what's been talked about him, um, but like DeYoung was down. O'Neill got hurt. Um, Bader got hurt. Carlson's had some injuries. Um, Molina went down. You've dealt with issues in the starting rotation. You've dealt with injuries in the bullpen. You know, so it's like the Cardinals haven't been healthy really at all this year either. No. Um, and it's just like, cool. Like what, how good could they be if they were healthy and they just had guys that went out and were able to just play and they're playing spot. Like I think about it all the time, like current, Clint Frazier. Um, Boone came out and said, like, yep, he's my starting left fielder. And I get he's struggling. But 
like I don't feel like there was ever really a point in time that like Frazier was the everyday starter. Like I was never surprised early on when I was like, oh, Gardner's in the lineup today. Okay, interesting. I guess they're getting him some looks. But it's like as soon as they're like, oh, Frazier's my everyday left fielder. Oh, they signed Brett Gardner. Like, okay, well, I guess like they can call Frazier their everyday left fielder, but let's be yeah. honest, he's not. Um, and we then, and then because he struggled, now like Andujar's getting looks out in left field, um, and Frazier is, still isn't playing every day. Um, and I think he might be hurt right now or not 100% or something like that, like from one of his dives or some shit. I don't remember. Um, but it's like Stanton went down and Hicks is hurt and Torres has been hurt. Um, and Judge has missed a handful of games. And then LeMayhew hasn't really gotten hot, but he also had some injuries. And then he was out on the paternity list and Voight was injured. And then he came back and now he's injured again. And Sanchez was hot and then he got like, then, then he wasn't. And then, you know, Higashioka would like just disappeared at the plate after a hot start. And it's like, okay, well you don't have an answer for any of these spots in your farm system and everyone's just gets hurt, just gets hurt. So can we just like go back to being the Yankees and fix this shit with players that we anticipate like being, high end like you know like can like freddie freeman just please be a yankee next year right can we uh or maybe like now yeah like they're struggling yeah maybe they'll they, fucking they ride out them. yeah give them trade luke voigt trade them a starter you know like give you know if ozuna's gonna stay there him and domingo herman can rehab mental you know spousal abuse together whatnot they can oh man get get their their minds right um you know Voight and and herman for for freeman seems seems reasonable oh maybe a little cash yeah throw throw some cash in whatever it's fine but yeah i mean what what's the alternative right now like you're gonna keep running dj lemayhew out the first base every day you know, Mike Ford, Runetta Door. Like, yeah, these are great bench options. Sure. Like, I'm fine with Mike Ford getting the occasional, like, left-handed pinch hit late in the game type situation. I'm fine with Odor coming in to play, you know, defense for, you know, and, and blowouts one way or the other. You know, you eat some innings, get a guy a day off. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I think that they're good depth pieces but they are not everyday starters at the major league level. They just aren't. It's fine. Neither am I, and I'm okay with that. We've owned it. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, but it's just like, I don't... I don't know. Um, Moving on, though. Uh, He says that... uh, he believes the Dodgers are still going to win the NL West, but the Padres absolutely have the stuff to push them. The Giants don't. Um, yeah. I I also think that that's probably accurate. Um, I've honestly I'm surprised that the Giants are where they are now. Um, it's probably one of the only things that's going on this year that's more surprising to me than the fact that we're at this point of the season and the Cardinals and Yankees have the same number of home runs. 
um, which actually it's probably less now because they've hit three tonight. Um, like literally all the Cardinals runs have been scored off of a home run. We're that new generation of team. Um, yeah. All of a sudden. So, but yeah, the, the fact that the Giants are leading the division still, um, I think is, is, uh, it's probably just as surprising as that, I'd say at least. Um, and I think they just swept the Dodgers, didn't they? Who? The Giants. Um, oh, over, I don't know. Over the weekend, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know. Let's go back. Um, no, they they took they took three out of four over the weekend, uh, Thursday through Sunday. Um, and then they beat the they beat the Angels tonight. So they have won four in a row against LA, just two different teams. But yeah, they took three out of four, and they got swept by LA the weekend before. Um, so they're so they're holding their own. Oh my God, Tyler O'Neill, you got to be fucking kidding me! Oh, he just cannot lay off the high heat, you know. I just watched him lay off a high heat. I'm assuming he strikes out on this next bitch, though. Oh, just wait for it. Yeah, that's bad. Cubs are officially in first place in the NL Central. Calendars flip to June. Cardinals flip to second place. Um, yep. Speaking of yep, that, yep, yep. the Cardinals... So the next thing on his list, the Cardinals are still probably the best bet to win the NL Central, but it's the Cubs who will test them. If ownership forces Jed Hoyer to do anything but aggressively add in front of the trade deadline, at this rate, they should be ashamed and embarrassed. I think that's pretty accurate, um, because I also don't think the Brewers pitching will hold up to the extent that it has. Um, And I feel like their offense also sucks something fierce, just like the Yankees so far this year. Whose offense? The Brewers. Yeah. Um, I believe the best bet for a runaway race is the AL Central with the White Sox. The Cleveland offense is too pathetic to hang around, and the Twins dug too deep a hole. The Royals are pay- perfectly capable of maintaining their pace and winning 75 to 80 games, but the White Sox are headed for 95-ish. Completely agree. We were high on the White Sox before the season started. Hell, we were higher on the White Sox before they added superstar Lance Lynn. So True. when they added when they added Lynn, I'm pretty sure we both agreed Padres White Sox for a World Series was a pretty likely thing. And I I still feel I still feel that that's a good bet. Um even with you know, the Giants and Dodgers also playing really great baseball and Snell not really adjusting to life on the West coast yet. Um, 
Snellzilla. Just struggling Man. to find it. He's figured out a little bit. Yeah. That's for sure. He will. He will. Um, it's <laughs> it's the MLB curse, dude. They rated him like an 82. Have you seen his reaction to his MLB The Show rating? <laughs> I have not. Yeah. But Perfect. that sounds pretty good. I just bought that today. Oh, did you buy it? Yeah. Nice. Um, so, last one here I'll read just because I think it's funny. Um, the Astros are going to take the AL West, and that's good for baseball because many fans view them as a villain, and villains make things fun. Oh, and the Angels are a total joke. Everyone should mock them for being so awful at finding supporting cast members for their super duper stars. <laughs> that's um, awesome. So, biggest moves for this week were the Giants moved up four spots, which after taking three out of four from the Dodgers over the weekend kind of makes sense. Um, biggest drop, you want to take a guess? Mm. Give you a hint. We talked about them today. Mm, the Yankees. Yep, they dropped nine spots, which I probably, probably nicer than I would have been. Um, Cardinals remain in 10th on CBS Sports uh, rankings. Um, they had, so it's uh, Padres, Rays moved up to number two, Red Sox, White Sox, Giants, um, Dodgers dropped uh, down to sixth. That just said for the Dodgers, uh-oh, another funk. They've now lost four of five, um, but they are playing the Cardinals, so they'll probably sweep, um, and it'll be all right. Um, yeah, but the, this shit, like I just read the Rays one again, and it says, remember May 12th? That's when the Rays lost to the Yankees and fell to 19-19. and 19. It wasn't even that long ago. They've gone 15 and one since and correct that. Now they've gone 16 and one since May 12th. They were 500. They've gone 16 and one since then. <sighs> oh, here we go. White Sox though. Lance Lynn finished fifth in Cy Young voting in 2019. He finished sixth last year. He's creeping up on winning one, but he might be behind a teammate, Carlos Rodon, right now. That doesn't even count the fact that they have fucking Giolito and Dallas Keuchel. And then, who else? Who's their other pitcher? I know they have five. Who's the other guy in Chicago that I'm missing? Oh, Cease? Yeah, Dylan Cease. Yeah. Such a good team. White Sox are so just a horrible coach though yeah that <laughs> racist fuck um but yeah then um so the cubs moved up to number nine to jump in front of the cardinals for top in the nl central um and it says the streak has come to an end but the cubs bullpen just went over 38 straight scoreless innings if you aren't a cubs fan See how many of the relievers other than Craig Kimbrell that you can name. I'd guess it won't take very long before you give up. <laughs> it's very true. Um, Cardinals, it 
at 10, like I said. Um, this Yadier Molina offensive barrage is astounding. He's less than two months from turning 39 years old. He hit 268, 310, 388 in 2019 and 20 combined. Good for him and good for the Cardinals. And then the, the last one I'll read, the Yankees, 13. Lucky number 13. Maybe they'll turn it around now. Just says, terrible week. Just brutal. Now they get to deal with the Rays and the Red Sox. Yeah. Sounds about right. Well, the Red Sox are on the decline. They're going to be losing some games here coming up. Because they got Houston, you know, so we know they're going to lose those games. Bobby. So. Yeah, Carlos There's Correa. I was trying to trade for him. Now I might be selling. Yeah, plenty of season left. Plenty of season left. Oh my god! Some of these things that they point out about the teams at the bottom are are so sad. Like it makes me feel bad for being upset about what the Yankees are doing. Um. So, twenty eighth is the Colorado Rockies. They are twenty and thirty four. And it just says, reminder, this team is 16 and 12 at home. Do the math and cringe. Um, Arizona is 29th. Uh, it says, worse news than their record, which is 5 and 23 in May. I'm not even sure they have much to sell, unless they'd really deal Kettle Marte. <clears throat> so in the same vein as the Tampa Bay note, it says, the Orioles won 10 to 6 on May 16th. I mention that because it's the only game they've won in their last 18. Oh, no. <laughs> Could you imagine being in a stretch of 1 and 17 baseball? Like I would like I don't know what I would do. Yeah, how do people I would be the gr- I would be the grumpiest person in the world to be around. That I have no idea why it would affect me so much. Like I I just don't I just don't know. I don't know if you're an Orioles fan though, you might just be used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep, there just, it is. I just sit around and talk to people about Cal Ripken Jr. Like yeah, you'd probably be a bigger all. like hockey fan or something yeah. like that, you know? Maybe. Like, but the like, I guess I don't even really know like what all they have out there. I mean, cause like, yeah, like there's like the Redskins and the Capitals and all that, like based out of like the DC area. But I feel like as a Baltimore fan, you can't really be a dc area fan anymore because you have the nationals so it's like you could have the you could have the baltimore ravens i yeah i i, I didn't think of of the ravens and they win and they win championships so yeah i yeah i guess the, you, maybe you would maybe you would have just been a football fan you know? maybe yeah if i were if i were born in baltimore and then you would have got to see Josh Allen, you know, in his practice shorts oh, playing uh, the Orioles. So. Just flopping around. Or the, uh, the Ravens. Might as well be the Orioles. Might as well. Um, same record. Yeah. They, they win about the same amount of games every May. Right. Right. <laughs> Next to none. Um, but cool. I don't know. Uh, Anything else on your end? 
I, I know I feel like we don't really get into the, too much about the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I didn't have too much. I didn't pay uh, a lot of attention just because I was out of town, but I think the same kind of continues. Like we lost to the White Sox. We lost that series. We didn't seem to really ever be in it. Um, and then we beat up on, you know, the team you just talked about not being very good. Um, to follow up today, you know, tough loss today, really, because you were in it. Um, you played well until, you know, you couldn't stay in it any longer. The Dodgers are a hard team to play, but. Right. Yeah, so. I think that's like, and I, I, I don't know what the opposite of like a silver lining is. Um, I'm sure there's a saying for it, but like, and I, and I know we talked about it a little bit with like the Pittsburgh series because like the Cardinals didn't really blow them out or anything like that. But it was very much like they took big leads and then they let the team back into it. Like it, they seemed like almost took their foot off the pedal or they they went more to like their their second string guys, if that yep. makes sense. Um, and if you're second, string, right, like if you're small. and if your second string guys are letting up, you know, three, four runs on a regular basis, the teams like the Diamondbacks and the Pirates and the Rockies and stuff like that, like then you, I feel like they aren't, they aren't very deep. Like that isn't quality outings. Um, so I'd have to go back and like really look at like what, like who let those runs up and like when it was. Um, but even in like the game they took against the White Sox, it was uh dominant pitching performance that like I guess not even dominant just like a gutsy pitching performance that kept the White Sox off the board because until the Cardinals broke it open late when I think they scored three runs in the top of the ninth they had like the one hit like just the Tommy Edmond home run through like the sixth inning um, and they were up one nothing uh, but they were just it was time and time again that the White Sox had guys in scoring position um, or like a leadoff guy on, and they would just like sack him to second, trying to tie the game, like trying to play like Larusa small ball, versus going for a big inning, and they just never had the, they never got the big hit. Like the Cardinals were able just to keep him off the board, and then eventually they finally tacked on. But who knows? Like if one of those runs gets scratched across, the game looks, you know, maybe looks different or whatever. Um, so the offense certainly didn't look good at all in that Chicago series, even in the game they scored four runs in the last game because it was really just came on the heels of you know Arenado and Goldschmidt and them doing their thing in the ninth. Yeah. But prior to that, like like I said, I think they only had one hit, maybe two hits from Edmund going into that ninth inning, um, and I still think he was the catalyst for that three-run inning. Um. But I think it'll it'll be telling to see what's going on. Um, if the trend continues, I think the Cardinals stand a good chance of, you know, like they, they stand a chance of making the playoffs if they keep this pace up. Um, but if if they can figure out a way to start taking series from these better teams, maybe not all of them, but some of them, um, I think they'll win the division or if they stop beating up on the teams that they need to, to the extent that they are, 
like sweeping Pittsburgh. Say they only they start winning two out of three, and instead of winning three out of four against teams like Arizona, they split those those series. Um, if that starts to happen, then I don't think they'll win the division. So it'll be it'll be tough. I think it'll be it'll be an interesting, you know, a continued interesting thread to see what prevails. Um, but I think if they, I think if both of our teams stay the course currently, like if things just don't change, I think the Cardinals will be in the playoffs, and I honestly don't think the Yankees will. So, we'll see how it goes, though. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it really, like we said all along, if the Cardinals even make the playoffs, it'll just depend on where they fall in that they're probably going to, they're probably going to play, you know, uh, a good team in the playoffs, obviously. So, it's it's going to be hard to find a bad team in the playoffs. You might yes. be the, you might be the worst team in the playoffs, so, like, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I think and when maybe when a St. We Louis team it... will win a playoff game this year. Maybe. <laughs> Low blow. Low blow. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but cool. Well, I guess that'll wrap it up for this week. Um, I'm sure we'll be back next week. Hopefully, better news. Hopefully, we'll get some fancy wins under our belt. Hopefully yep. Yankees will figure out how to hit the ball. Um, you know, we'll have a, a winning record to talk about coming out of the seven games. Um, hey, maybe the Cardinals will win the series in L.A., figure out how to get it done the next two days. Um, not letting up nine runs will be a good start. Yep, that would be a great start. But um, it's going to be hard to do. Yeah, it's, they're a very good team. Uh, but cool. Well, Thanks for tuning in. Till next time, stay cool. Bye.